0: We are talking about timelines today and how we are in the energies of New Earth and how we can truly release the old imprints as we move forward with new awareness. My guest today is a channel of many beings from the higher realms, the ascended realms, the angelic realms, and even the extraterrestrial realms and she is here today to share on this great shift that is underway. Michaela Sheldon is here and we welcome her back to Quantum Conversations. Michaela, thank you for being here.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's so much fun to be here.
0: It is definitely fun. We're going to talk about many things. One of the hottest topics is this notion of timelines what we are presented with, and how we can anchor in the optimal timelines, the Christed timelines. So let's start with you. We have been experiencing this new energy. We are moving through it already, and it is literally changing so much around us. How we deal with time, how we uh, work with our manifesting abilities, how we see synchronicities. So let's catch up with you. You have channeled some information as well about the energy so far this year. And what we find really fascinating is the Schumann resonance. This is the frequency of our planet, and we have seen it go into some extreme levels. Many listeners have felt that within their bodies, the sensitives that they are, and others are just feeling things come up like emotions or frustrations. So talk a little bit about your intel that you are receiving from the higher realms about this frequency upgrade.
1: Absolutely. Well, we definitely are adjusting to a lot here. We have to consider that we are operating truly now in what I believe is the beginning of a new dimensional reality. And so because of that, everything about us, not only our physical bodies, but our non-physical energy and all those timeline energies that you just mentioned all have to change with us as we go on this journey. So I've been receiving a lot of questions about this as well, about these recent spikes. And what I'm getting from my team is that something we have to understand is that the base frequency of our planet is really made up of the base frequencies of all things balancing to one, okay? So it's really beautiful when you think about it this way. If you think about nature, for example, the vibration of nature all balancing into one harmony and coming together in in a frequency, that is what the Schumann resonance, resonance truly is. But we're a part of that because we are connected to Earth. We're living, breathing beings that emanate through and of her. So when we define, uh, some of us talk about the core, okay, the core of Mother Earth. I would define her core as kind of like that sounding board or, or the acoustic resonance that takes all of the frequencies that are native to her and holds it in one congruent energy. The Schumann resonance, from my perspective, isn't made of Earth. It's captured by Earth in all things. So there isn't one single reason that we can state for these spikes. And I know we almost always want to say, you know, what's the reason? What's the diagnosis? It's got to be one thing. And and I think it's really many things that we have to consider because we've been transitioning through so much here, both at the soul level and at the collective level. So when we see these spikes, it's indicating that energy is moving at a, a vibrational rate of speed that's higher than what we've typically experienced here before. And so this vibrational rate of speed is the result of several aspects of our reality. It's, it's our human intention. It's our our rays in consciousness and our ascension here. It's planetary influences and our Earth records. It's solar frequencies that we've had coming to the planet. And it's the result of the movement of all of these things, the decisions that we're making, the way that we're moving forward in our life, the realizations that we're coming, coming to. So, so for me, it's difficult to really interpret this as good or bad. You know, I think that every one of us is vibrating in a unique perspective. So we all have the opportunity and the free will to respond to this however we choose. Okay? I, I, I truly believe our perception is such a powerful tool because when you think about it, we're both the catalyst for this as well as the receiver of it. So I personally believe these spikes are an indication of of really the movement forward we've been hearing about that was due to come right around this time. And, and, and the guys that I've been working with have said that we were walking in here in the summer months to some very fast-paced creative energies. And we've been going through very intense integration process. We've been connecting a lot of lost soul pieces. We've been healing a lot of karmic wounds. And, and this is somewhat winding down a little bit now, and, and we're so activated to move forward that this spike is that push forward, I think, into new timelines. It's the result of what we've gone through, and it's the energy given back to us to really move forward and make the decisions we need to make and create. And, and then collectively, this raise in frequency, I think, is a clear sign, you know, that, that our consciousness is also raised. And we're, cre- we're creating that new dimensional experience. You know, our, our energy is moving at such a high rate of speed that change here is pretty much imminent. We see that, you know, happening all around us. And you know, we've been existing in a very stagnant timeline for a very long time. And, and our adjustment to this is going to take a while. So there's a lot of interesting things going on, right, that we're adjusting to right now because of it.
0: Yes. And we were talking before the show that truly this is a grand test or one of the final exams for us as we move through this time, uh, not giving our power away to the external world or not putting our attention on things in the external world that are disturbing, but really taking responsibility ...of this inner creator within us. And that's what you're going to share on more today. Really, it's time now more than ever to truly be discerning, to be aware of our own energy, to expand our perception like you spoke about, and to really create in these new energies. And that really means being anchored fully in the heart. So let's talk about timelines and your definition of timelines and how we're dropping some of the old imprinted timelines, what that even means. It's a hot topic right now.
1: It definitely is for good reason. Because in order for us to operate in a new dimension and, and just to, to, to uh, define dimension, all that means is we're operating with more information. We, we understand ourselves better, and we have more access now. Our, our spiritual gifts, our extrasensory energy body is really functioning in, in a different time-space reality. So, so that's what this dimensional shift is all about. But what happened in in our singular reality was we created a lot of different timelines, and, and my definition of a timeline is simply Anything that you operate as or with. So throughout your day, throughout your your day-to-day experience, you go in and out of timelines all the time. You've got a timeline as a mother. You know, maybe you've got your mother duties, you're functioning with the kids, and and then it's time to go to work. That that work energy, it's a new timeline. It's a different timeline than mother, but you go there and you do your thing there. We've got family timelines. We've got uh, relationship timelines we've got things that we love to do, you know, hobbies, those types of things. These are all timeline energies, okay, that we've created. And what's going on now is that a lot of us have realized we are more than what we were when those timelines were created. You know, we've we've received this spike in energy. We've awakened our consciousness. And some of these things that we created may be different than who we are becoming or who we realize we are now. And, And let's take the classic example: is is the work example. Okay, so a lot of people decided to go to school, get a degree, get a job in something that they now might realize doesn't really match their true intention or their true identity. So that timeline exists in a slower speed. It's it, it was created in a different dimension. Now there's nothing wrong with the third dimension. Um, It's a slower rate of speed. It's a more material dimension. We desire to be material beings. It's exciting for us to create material. But we have more information to do that with now. And we have a new identity to do that with now. So what I see is a lot of people are struggling in these old timelines because they have a new identity, but they can't seem to shift them so that they work with this new identity or what we'll call in this new dimension. So what the guys have been talking a lot about is we kind of choose to sever things. You know, we're like, all right, this was a bad thing that I did. It was wrong. We we point the finger at ourselves, and then we sever it. We quit the job. We walk away from the relationship. But we forget that everything we created is a part of our record. It's a part of us energetically. So we can sever it in the physical. But we haven't resolved that non-physical energy just yet in order to truly manifest in alignment with that new identity and those new timelines. So we kind of have to think about it opposite and simply bring our new identity to those timelines in order to shift them. So it really involves bringing your truth to everything. That new identity operates at work while you're creating something else in a different space. And, and really, it affects all things, because when you think about it, if you are in some way resisting, in resistance of your identity or hiding what you now know is truth, it's going to affect everything in your life. We might think wow. it's, it's just about the relation, right? It, it, we might think it's just about the relationship. Well, this other person wouldn't understand who I've now become, but... When you suppress that identity in that relationship timeline, currency runs through all of it, right? Currency, not just finance, but resources, abundance, people, um, teachers, all of these things. And so we have to make sure that we're bringing ourselves to these timelines in order to really wrap up here what we've created and move it into that new dimension,
0: Okay, so we're cleaning house of sorts with these old timelines, right? And everything is reorganizing. Um, How would we identify our new identity? How do we tap into that so we truly understand it so that we can bring in the correct timelines for that?
1: well, I don't think we need to really bring in the correct timelines. And, and, and the way I want to explain this is this new identity is, is something that aligns with your highest desire. So, so when you look back at what you've created, it hasn't been for nothing. You know, there might have been a reason you chose that path of work or that path of schooling. There was probably a reason you chose that relationship. It really all ties into your record and your higher purpose. But it really, again, comes down to our perception of that, okay? So something that's really been coming in a lot lately is, well, I'll get two, two different aspects of this. Divine feminine, okay? We, we've existed in a very male-dominant frequency, and, and male energy is really focused on manifestation, creation, right? It's a slower rate of speed. It, it helps us to balance um, both our, our soul energy with our higher self. The feminine energy brings in that compassion, and, and compassion isn't just about compassion for, for others and service to others. It's really about having the compassion for ourselves to see that what we're creating here doesn't, it doesn't have a beginning and an end. So even though we might not understand fully who that new person is yet or what they're going to create, we just might know it's different than who we've been before. And that's the first step. We mm. start to get this inkling, right, that things don't feel right anymore or things just start moving the way that we want them to. And, and, and what the guys will say is when we have that feeling, the creative part's already been done. <laughs> you know, that new timeline yeah. energy already exists. It's just mm. we're not matching it. Okay, we're not matching it. So every time we go back into that old relationship or that work job, that work energy, the job, um, and we succumb to defeat or someone we're not, we hold ourselves away from what we've already created because we slow down the speed that we're vibrating at in order to do that. So it's a a delicate balance, Lauren, because – we don't want to charge in and, um, you know, force our opinions or, or try to make people uncomfortable. But yet we want to operate with compassion for ourselves and compassion for others to understand that everything's in divine order and what we've created fits somewhere. When we bring ourselves to it, it's going to take care of itself in exactly the way it's meant to be. So in other words, when we bring that um, realization that, you know, this job that I created, even though it fit me back then, there's something about it now that's not working. And, and that's okay. You know, I appreciate the fact that it's supporting me in the moment, but I desire for more. And, and we, we can stay in a state of neutrality with it, bring who we are to it while we're existing in this discovery of, of what that new identity is as it unfolds for us. Because I don't really think we have to figure it out. I think it begins to show itself to us in this energy and that's what's really valuable because the synchronicities in the field, you know, talk about the Schumann resonance, you know, spiking real high. When that happens, we begin to very easily walk in to what we need and opportunities begin to open up. And I almost think people are, at least from my, my client's perspective, are becoming a little overwhelmed with this because we've got mm-hmm. a lot of new teachings, teachers, truth, right, things showing us the way, and we have to be able to sift through that. So so to your point about consciousness and evaluating our consciousness from a collective perspective, we really need to hold ourselves in alignment because we are in in the midst of what I feel is a huge reorganization of collective history. It comes through yeah. us and it comes through the planet. Okay. So, we just perceive it singularly when it comes to us that we look out at the planet and we see what looks like a really big mess. So I kind of want to bring in a message, a vision that I was given actually just last week. And I've been trying to explain this in words. And sometimes I'm shown in pictures, but if you can imagine this huge collective third dimensional energy that we all created in this masculine um, dominant frequency, and that's our, our hierarchies here, our governments, our healthcare, right, all of the things that we're struggling with on the planet right now. And then we've got this new timeline, all right, this new dimensional energy that we've already created up here. And the difference between those two things is speed. So we're vibrating at a faster speed. What happens is, that third dimensional timeline kind of breaks apart into it's it's information that's glued together with energy. It's energetic information, right? So let's take a memory, for example, and we all have heard about the Mandela effect here on our planet. Some of us have experienced that Mandela effect where time feels different. Memories feel different. What's happening is we're just perceiving information through a new speed of vibration. So, that memory of you maybe playing catch with dad with a red ball is all energy. And when you, when you perceive it through a new vibratory speed, maybe the red ball is now blue and dad is now mom, but the memory itself comes with you, right? It's just in a new dimensional state of reality. And this is what's happening collectively. So. We're rearranging information in the field. We're breaking that timeline into what I'll call pockets of consciousness. So now we've got some things going on in the government, right? We've got things going on with disclosure. We've got all these little windows or pockets of information that are being reorganized. And if we get really stuck on the density in the collective right now, that is going to slow our speed down, right, and take us back into that timeline. (laughs) Yeah, and we don't want to be there. We want to be in that place that we've created anew, and that's really possible for us right now.
0: Wow, okay. That is so interesting. We have, I'm sure there are stories from our listeners about the past few months and how we've seen the old 3D timelines go away. You know, I want to share something interesting that happened with me It was in a relationship. It was with my beautiful Yogini from years ago. And it was just, it was very interesting because if we're bringing in the old timelines where we're acting from that old self and that old identity, but yet here we are in this new energy... Uh, It's interesting because it was like in this relationship, it felt like it was old shoes that didn't fit anymore, and I actually witnessed the whole relationship just naturally work itself out. Um, I know I'm not articulating this very clearly, but basically it was about a relationship that just felt like old stuff to me and it didn't feel right and then it just to watch it and that the synchronicity to watch the synchronicity of how it did just fizzle out because I was willing to surrender to it and not um I don't know, do you know what I'm saying here? It was very interesting yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
0: I have to say because we're in the new and and it worked out fine.
1: Absolutely and and I love that example because I think it's per- perfect for the energy that we're in because we're so used to having to push things in the material world right so we have to make really big decisions you know we have to we have to plug into the the physical and when we're in alignment you know with the with our truth and yeah things aren't fitting anymore if we can stay in that state of compassion surrender neutrality it is going to end up working out exactly the way it needs to work out so that we don't have to worry so much about putting in all this effort, you know, and pushing and um, causing resistance in ourselves. And that's really what I see people getting stuck in sometimes is they want to clean up that energy so they feel they have to move into the physical to do it. But the other side of that, the flip side of that is a lot of people are feeling um, this desire to really create And move forward and they're pushing that in the physical as well. And sometimes that can be just as difficult um, for manifestation as pushing something that needs to be uh, released. Because when we're trying to push something in physical that really operates in a different energy, we end up, we can end up spinning our wheels. We can end up off our path. And I'll give you a, a great example. I have. I've had a lot of clients coming to me um, with this jumping out of the skin feeling. They're like, "Oh, this, you know, I I get it. I know who I am. I know what I'm here to do. I'm really excited about it. And now I'm going to move. I'm going to, I'm going to call this person, the marketing person, the website person. I'm going to get my client list in order. I'm going to send out the emails." And they're stressing themselves out, (laughs) and um, and they feel that. They feel the discord of that. And what's beautiful about the energy we're in is if you can be at peace and surrender and allow yourself to flow through it, you'll find that everything you need is going to show up. The same way that timeline sizzled out for you or just took care of itself, we see the new path unfold. And so I think the surrender um, analogy can go both ways. Mm-hmm. We have to, to, to surrender to this new identity and where it's facing us right now. So we also have to surrender to what is in the past and be compassionate in that sense of self and how we bring ourselves to it to allow that to heal as well
0: yes i love how you stated that this surrender to the new identity and even when we have things you know when you were talking about this desire to create and get it done and do it right and we're pushing it and then this notion of surrender surrendering to divine will surrender to divine timing and surrender to this new identity this this inner knowingness that we have it's also not beating ourselves up when things change i was talking with someone today about with these energies we have to adapt as best as we can so that's really important here too and that, and that really is surrendering to that new identity
1: absolutely absolutely and you know there's some really simple i think simple tools to remember you know compassion and surrender but um and i know we're going to talk about my package in a little bit but this program that i'm doing right now one of the very simple concepts that has come up is is sovereignty and and what that frequency is all about because sovereignty is a frequency. And it's something in the third dimension that was I feel stolen from us in many respects it was it was masked from us so the guys were talking a lot about our creative process and we almost have this energetic container that we're filling and' it's, it sits right in our aura and that that container is being filled through thought process so we have we have thought process going on but the thought is charged. It has a charge. And that charge comes from our emotional body. So we can have a thought um, such that there's something we want to create and we can be really excited about that thought and that excitement and that charge of that, of that energy goes into our container. And in the same way, we've used that container to create from. But as we've gone into the creative process, the missing piece Has been the realization of our sovereign free will. So we have this container and it's filled with all these things. But maybe some of these thoughts were, um, you know, my parents taught me that I must do this in order to succeed, or, you know, this is the job I was told I must do because it is most appropriate to who I am, or whatever that may be. And those thoughts are all in that container as well. Well, our sovereign free will is a frequency that matches our desire. (laughs) <laughs> so when that piece is really installed, and we we come to terms with that, we realize we are sovereign. We are free will, energy, in motion. It the creative process flows from that container, and and all of our desires, our thought process, our emotional energy that's in there complements the process. So it's a, it's an easier process when we can we can hold that piece in, and this is something we're working at. I and mean, let's face it, we've we've really gone from a male-dominant frequency to bringing in this female energy and realizing our sovereign will. We see it everywhere. We butt up against it everywhere. And the more you can recognize it, it, it you know, when you have the, um, the lack of it or the opposite of it in your thoughts, the more mm-hmm. you install that piece and you, you bring it in in a way that's um, complementary to creation. And that's what we're doing here right now on the planet is we're activating our sovereign will and we're installing it in that creative process. It's it's never really been there before.
0: Well, it is very comforting to hear those words as you speak them and to know that uh, we really are integrating all of that and we are stepping back into that sovereignty. We can feel that deep within ourselves what that means, uh, and I'm certain that it's quite um, at times, scary for some who don't know about mm. that, but it is part of this change that we're moving through right now, this great dimensional shift. And it really is where our power is going to come from. And when we are in alignment, like you say, that really is a powerful manifest, uh, manifesting effort, a manifesting state. And so when we're talking about new earth and creating new earth and living in the fifth dimension, in our businesses, in our way of life, that's what we're doing, and it's uncharted for us. So we're all in this together. And, again, I just want to say that deep inside, we each know what that feels like. So let's talk now about anchors. Uh, you are talking about dropping these anchors. So explain a little bit more about what you mean by anchors and what our responsibility or our role is here.
1: Absolutely. So the guys have been talking a lot about anchors lately and, Anchors are really these, a lot of these concepts that we've been talking about, like time and our identity, our duality, physicality. These aren't things that are wrong. They're just things that we've interpreted in the third dimension in ways that assisted our creative process. And we see what we've created, and it's not necessarily wrong or negative, but it's changing. So as we go through this process, some of these anchors we can see – are already changing without our um, uh, our push, <laughs> without our effort. And we talked about one of them, and that's the the Mandela effect, the clock, the calendar, memories, the construct of time. These these are heavy imprints that themselves carry into our DNA some perceived limitations that we have that no longer exist here. So. The vibration of these different energies are what we're changing. So when we talk about, for example, the clock, the calendar, when you take that one issue as an anchor energy, you can begin to to see all of the perceived limitations that we've put in as a human race around these concepts. For example, our age. You know, we only live to a certain age, and at a certain age, uh, our body declines, or at a certain age, our memory declines. Um, you know, the calendar, we, we're constantly planning ahead for the next thing, and, and there's only so much time in the day that we can do things. But but the guides say that this new speed of energy, it assists us in creating time differently. So we've, we've always been the creator of time. We just haven't perceived it that way. So, so we're actually working on a lot of these different um, anchor energies to release them from our DNA, So that we can manifest differently and we can receive information differently. Our our identity has been a really, really huge one. So in the same way we talked about that timeline uh, being a bunch of of, um, energy put together in one. Okay, so we had that timeline where or that memory, let's say, with the parents throwing the ball back and forth. You know, that's just energy we hold in space and time. And it's helped us in a linear way. To perceive our identity. You know, we have a set of memories that make up who we are. But when those memories start to shift around, right, when that energy vibrates at a different speed, our identity changes as well. And what's really great about this is we can actually remove negative patterns and disease, um, archetypal patterns we've been carrying from our DNA when we begin to realize the simplicity of this. So our identity has been a separate identity. You know, we've been very focused in the singular, and we haven't seen the interconnection of all things. And this is really what we're moving to. We're moving to that supportive interconnection of all things. And what, I, what I've seen is a lot of people struggle with that connection. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're empaths, many of us and we're extra sensitive. And a lot of us are putting up boundaries, right? We're putting up protection. And the way our heart chakra resonates, we were always meant to be interconnected and realize that you know we are of God. So the support that we need, the resources that we need, everything that comes to us is a reflection of us. In other words, we source everything. That identity isn't really singular. It's, it's made up of the one, the one collective, and this is what we're moving to. Um, memory and collective history, same thing. These have been constructs of our identity, and we see that collective history coming up. We're replaying it, right, over and over again, and we're meant to view it through new eyes, through a higher dimensional uh, relationship to information, and our perception changes it. As we interact with that history, We actually transmute it through our own experience. We're that powerful. We're that powerful. We are so vibrating in this new energy interconnected that everything that we do has an effect on everything else. This is how we're going to heal the planet. And I I really do believe it's a positive time. Material, same thing. You know, we have been creating uh, in a relationship with material that now needs to change. And some of the things that the guys are bringing in are explaining what material really is, you know, everything around us and how we've created it. And, you know, we've learned that we need the house, we need the car, we need the money, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. But when we're operating in our true identity and in our true purpose, we perceive material differently. And, and what we need comes in to complement who we are, the balance of who we are. It doesn't come in – um, as separate of who we are, you see. It's all connected. So our DNA really carries the limitation of some of these human anchors. And there's a variety of different tools and processes that um, my team <laughs> has been bringing in to help us to bring those imprints to the surface and rearrange them.
0: Yes. Okay. Let's talk now then about those processes that your team brought forward. It is part of your special offer in the teachings that you bring forth, and it's uh, you know it's comprehensive what we learn here. So talk a little bit about that, and then I've got another question about this year and the energies later on in this year. But first, um, these new teachings on the human anchors and dropping these
3: anchors?
1: Yeah. Well, those of you who might be familiar um, with my inner circle programs, I do channel courses and I love them because they come in alignment with the planetary energies and they are always taking us through exactly what we need in the moment to prepare for the next big wave that we're going through. So, the, the guides that I work with have chosen to focus on these anchors. And what my special offer includes is a program that it's almost like a moving freight train. <laughs> it is working within the DNA and crystallizing information in the DNA. It's creating new anchor energy for us. So it's it's almost overriding some of these old anchors to help complement your energy, your intentions, your purpose, your new identity. And then it's taking us into a creative process. So there's a lot of different guided processes and activations that's a part of this. The first one um, is a, is a channel video introduction and activation where the guides talk in detail about these anchor energies. And then they do an activation of your sovereign frequency, which is something we've been talking about. The sovereign frequency will fully connect you to source energy, activate your creative process, harmonize your structure, and open it for the activations that come next. And I downloaded four separate channeled activations to help clear these anchor imprints, harmonize your frequency, and crystallize your DNA. So there's four separate videos, and these are very meditative-focused. So we're taking you into a meditative state, activating your consciousness, and stepping through some invocations and various visualization processes to help create a new perception and sense of freedom around these, these anchors, which have been linear time, your identity, material, all of that. And it's really strengthening your trust and reliance on inner guidance. That's a huge piece. And that, that feminine part that we talked about is, is one whole video. So activating and balancing to divine feminine energies is a really um, big part of this as well. And then I've got two live components. So once you get past the, the four um, activations and the introduction, we're going to be going through a creative process. So we're going to be activating your inner creator beyond where these anchors have held you with the new anchors we've now created as the, as the platform or as the structure. And information in the field, okay, that's ready to tap into right now is something we're really going to get at. So we're going to help you tap into new information in the field, and there's going to be a variety of different master teachers, collectives coming in to do this work. And then I always close out with a, with a closing message and a two-hour Q&A because I think it's really important that everyone is different. Everyone's at different vibrational speeds, having different experiences with the material. It's great to leave that space for people to come in and ask their questions of the guides. So I get myself completely out of the way <laughs> so that um, – everyone can benefit from areas where people are getting stuck or need assistance. And I support this in a private Facebook group as well, Lauren. So anyone who's in my course can opt into a private Facebook group. And I prioritize that in my day so that when people are taking my course and they're struggling with something in their life, whether it's related to the course or not, um, it's a really supportive community Everyone comes together and we assist each other, but I can pop in there and channel an answer to questions or provide support for things that happen in the class because this is um, an activating energy. And as you know, um, vibrational work can result in many different things for many different people. So what I found with this course so far, I have some people that are in it thus far. We haven't done the live component yet. So anyone who's ready um, hasn't missed the live part, which is great. That doesn't start till mid-August. You have plenty of time to work through the activations, even multiple times before we get there. Um, what I find is that people are really stepping into um, what we talked about with the old timeline information and the clearing of that. It's been a big, uh, obvious part in their day-to-day. And also, um, new information in the field, like we've talked about, appearing for them in ways that are very synchronistic. So that's what's happened thus far. And I think that you'll, you'll find it's, um, it's also, um, aside from the activations and processes, really interesting information <laughs> to listen to as well. Uh, variety of different guides. So it's different for me. Usually I'm working with one collective. In this class we've had the Andromedans, the Pleiadians, and Mary Magdalene. Oh, and the Council, the Council of Light. So multiple guides, teachers, and collectives coming in.
0: Beautiful. Well, thank you for that comprehensive body of teachings uh, that obviously is available on the special offer button on this webpage. Beautiful, Michaela. Really strengthening our trust and our inner guidance is the work of the hour and the responsibility that we have at this time as we bring in this new identity that we know that we are. I'm wondering if you could channel now uh, if, if it feels right or maybe just answer this question. We know that this year is a powerful year. So not only do we have this great, Energy Assisting us to shift these timelines And to remove the old imprints But we are coming up against Soon there will be this eclipse Which I find it fascinating Because it's from the Oregon coast All the way to the South Carolina coast And this is a direct line of passage Over the United States And I would just love to hear if this is going to assist us or in what way will this assist us in moving forward in dropping these timelines and really anchoring in or uh, embracing our new identity?
1: I'm bringing the Palladians in for this question. We are the Palladian Collective and as always, very pleased and honored to be a part of this co-collaboration between all beings that step forward We offer to you that in this time there are many planetary alignments that are in divine alignment with your record that are offering to you a new energy to support your evolution. As you are walking through this linear year, in addition to what we would say the solar frequencies have offered you, there have been very distinct lunar energies. These lunar energies are supporting the soul experience. Many of you have come with karma that you hold within the soul energy. Now, that karma is an evolutionary experience. In other words, as you walk through your soul energy, you are constantly purging karma and transcending karma. We do not perceive karma as negative, although many look at it as something that they must have been given from a past life in which there was something they had done wrong. We perceive karma as something that you've accepted here to not only evolve yourself but also connect the human experience to to the earth and in alignment with all others transcend what has happened here before. Karma is history. It is a repeat pattern that you have offered in other lives that you have come and chosen in this life to receive again. Now, what these lunar energies are offering are a removal of the density around the karma in order to be able to transcend it easier. When we speak of density, density is what human beings create in their experience, their linear experience. They have perhaps karma that they are walking through, and their perception of that karma and the emotion around that karma creates density. Density is a thick material. It does not allow your higher self a vision, nor does it allow you to experience the karma in the way it was intended and offer uh, an experience of that karma in your singular experience that will benefit the collective. Now, as you walk into the eclipse, what truly has taken place here is a mass uploading of karma. In other words, Karma has been lifted to the surface from your soul energy in a very extreme way. You can see this in the collective, and many of you have been rearranging information in your own experience due to these these karmic timelines that are coming up. The density clearing has taken place, and it will continue to take place. What the eclipse comes to do is align your higher self energy with the karmic experiences you have brought up in order to transcend them in a new way. Think of co-collaboration, as we brought in as a concept earlier, or co-creation. Many of you have perceived your karma as something that you must deal with on your own. This karma is held by you, it's an experience of you, and you are alone in its resolution. But this eclipse energy, what it's offering is a reconnection to source in, 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 order, in order to rearrange the collaborative agreements that are now ready to assist you in moving past karma. In other words, think of it as a sharing. Your karmic experience is now becoming the karmic experience of another And they accept it and walk into your experience to share it with you to assist you in resolving it. What we find the result of this will be is many of you will be um, tuning in to what we'll call a new perception of this karma. It will be held very densely in the physical body oftentimes. And the universe will be responding to it with new creative efforts. This is um, connected to the healing of your human planet. We can bring in several examples, and, and we'll bring in a very simple one because in past conversations, we've talked much about the physical body and how the physical body is transitioning, and many of you hold karma in the physical body because it is a material energy. Disease, for example. Disease comes through you as karma, not because you deserve to suffer, but because it has a pattern that's existed here through time. Perhaps that has been through your family history. Perhaps it has been through the entire human collective. But regardless, you've accepted it on behalf, and you are holding it in your body to resolve it. When it comes up for you, and it may come up in expansion as these energies are, are bringing it to the surface, new technologies, new treatments, new approaches, are being created in order to resolve that karma. Because what you're finding is the previous solutions, the previous vantage points, no longer fit the energy that you are in. So we see it as a push forward. We don't believe it is an easy push forward, but we do believe that on the other side of the eclipse, what you will find is much of the karma that you've brought to the surface is going to be cleared in relationship to these new creative uh, timelines, these new technologies, the new healing approaches that are coming through, and the identities that are matching them. This is the co-collaborative agreement. You see, the collective is now responding to your singular soul experience. And the reason that this eclipse is held so much over the United States, as you have mentioned, is that we find that much of the, the structure of what's changing here in this location is the impetus the connection of it to other areas. The hierarchies that you have formed here are able to now release themselves from what they've um, been formed in, which is a more masculine dominant energy, and open themselves up to the opposite of what they have become. This is the beginning, we would say, of, of a new creative effort that is collaborative Energy and collective energy serving karma and offering the balance or the healing of that karma through creation.
0: Okay, healing of that karma through creation, and it's a new perception of the karma. All right. As we oh, release, I guess, um, go
1: ahead. I, I was going to add. I was going to add to that a little bit as I'm a, an observer of the message because sometimes I can ground yeah. <laughs> the information mm-hmm. a little better. Um, if I go back, if I go back into 2016, the end of 2016, we um, we had very intense solar frequencies, and those solar frequencies came to activate information in our DNA. And to bring a lot of this karma to the surface, what we found was we had a lot of things dropping away and we had a lot of things that we had to reorganize, decisions that we had to make. This took us into 2017 and we had this big integration period, okay? This this energy had to be integrated. And the guides told me right around this time as energy was going to speed up, this karma that was brought to the surface there were portals that were opened. So there's a variety of new beings, new guides, teachers, masters in our energy that are helping us to connect information in the field. So we've we've had these struggles in our lives, and we've really dealt with them in a singular way, but what a collective energy knows is how to harmonize all things. So when you think about the tribes, the ancient tribes, for example, the Native tribes, when someone was ill – they would bring them to the center of the, of the circle. And they would, they would pray around them. They would bring in the gods. They would uh, do fire circles and and they would bring them back into the harmony of the, of the tribe with perfect health. And that's really what's happening here on the planet. That's my analogy that through this fast paced energy, we have this motion forward, this creative desire and this new identity. And we are seeing the karma through new eyes. So, We're bringing in all of the new technologies, the new healing modalities, um, all of the things that we need to resolve this karma, and it's going to vibrate back into history, okay? So when we change this, we're actually rewriting history, so we no longer have to carry forward these diseases or these archetypal patterns, and, and that's really what this energy is all about.
0: Okay. Well, that is fascinating. That's what I was going to ask you about, how we really released that then, um, but you said that right there. Okay. Thank you for that message, uplifting, and a directive on how we best u- utilize these energies here with us. Okay. Well, I would like to go to our conference line right now and uh, take a question. So one of the questions coming in, uh, that it's talking about this new energy coming in this year particularly. And in August, uh, you know, we've got the Lion's Gate on 8-8, another beautiful portal. But we also have an eclipse on August 21st. Can you share anything about that that you didn't get to already?
1: Mm, okay. And, uh, you know, the Palladians step back in, and what they want to say is that there are a variety of different portals that are being opened through this this energetic experience we are having. Portals hold a connection to Mother Earth. So Mother Earth's record is, is aligned with our own, and, and timelines cross. So in other words, Mother Earth is a living, breathing being, and within her, there is a vibrational record. That record connects to a grid that's a web of consciousness, and this is something that we want to add to the previous message. Uh What's happened here is this grid, or, or you can call it the record, okay, the energetic grid, has recently been realigned and activated. So this happens when there's a calling from the human consciousness. In other words, Higher dimensional beings, and many people ask this question, why are they not coming here and taking our hands and clearing this, helping us to recreate this, um, you know, doing the work for us? And, and what these beings understand is that if they were to come in and do that, it wouldn't just affect that one thing. So as we talked about today everything ties back to history and, and we're all interconnected in this. It's a web of consciousness. So if we change one thing, it, it vibrates into many things, right? And so they understand and honor our free will, but they've heard our calling for help. So what they can do and the way they can um, assist us is they activate the grids. And this is an activation of positive timeline energy, right? It's a, it's a reassembly of information in the field, so they come in and they activate these grids, and, and it, it redirects our consciousness to um, not the more, I'll call, negative timelines uh, or karmic timelines, but the ones that were positive, you know, the ones where um, mm-hmm. we had great technologies here, right? We were, we were healers, and, and we're coming back to that time now. So these portals that are open, they are actually bringing these beings in to assist in the activation of that grid, and that's what that's about. So the eclipse being lined up with that has a really important um, meaning because this eclipse energy, as we talked about, you know, there's all this karma that's come to the surface and it's more of a reconnection. So it, we are going to feel a big release, I believe, in our singular experience. Because as we, as we begin to energetically create those pathways by which – we are stepping into the experience of another, the I am in you, you are in me frequency, right? And activating our sovereign truth, what we're gonna see is that we don't have to struggle so much with this stuff anymore. On the other side of it, we're gonna have exactly what we need in the field showing us the way. And, and and there's so much that's gone on here that we've we've had this repeat pattern about, you know, and, and I'll bring up the the Pilates, bring up a uh, Pleiadian, sorry, bring up an example. Um, you know, they say a disease like diabetes, for example. You know, there are many people on your planet that have struggled with diabetes as a disease, and really all that is is information that's in a repeat pattern that we're bringing through our DNA. So when these time portals are opened up and we activate these positive grid timelines, okay, we can go back in history and we can pull in what we need to heal that, okay, because we've already healed it once before and and this is where it gets tricky. They say um, past, present, and future. You know, we, we think of everything as linear. And really, past, present, and future, they're all the same thing. So there's already a future timeline where we've healed diabetes. You know, we've already come up with the, um, the technology, the healing, the approach that we need, to do this, and we've cleared it. We just need to match that and bring that in. And that's really what these portal energies do. They give us the opportunity mm-hmm to create, to connect to new information and, and um, higher vibrational information. So that's why it's really a time of creation, because we're going to be able to pull this in. And if we're really anchored in that, that purpose, that truth, and moving forward, we're going to see so many healers emerging with new technologies, new techniques. But at the same time, they say, you know, we have to consider that our collective energy has to um, realign itself, reorganize. So, for example, our healthcare, our healthcare structure, we can mm-hmm. see that that's crumbling a little bit. And and if we get really caught up in that, right, um, it's going to take us away from connecting to that positive timeline energy. So we have to let okay. be be right and go in and use what we have to create this new uh, experience. And that's what these portal openings are really
0: all about. Okay. Well, thanks for the clarification on that. Yes. Okay. Again, we cannot reiterate enough how it is a time of creation. So do not be distracted by that 3D that is crumbling and falling away. Rather, we really steer our consciousness into this creative energy without forcing, right? We are surrendering to divine will and the feminine aspects that are here supporting us. And we can truly see what that means to adjust our sense of time with our clocks and our calendars, right? And not beating ourselves up if things change and we have to change the structure because it is allowing that divine will to come forth so beautiful thank you for that well let's go to we have time for one or two callers on our call tonight we're going to go to Aurora East Illinois hello you are unmuted do you have a question for Michaela or her guides
4: hi is is this me
0: yes hi what's your name
4: hi this is Pam how are you (laughs) Hi, Pam. Hello, girls. Um, I guess listening to my, – my question has changed probably about five times because, Michaela, thank you. You've been yeah. answering everything that's been on my mind the whole time. I guess I'm wondering if you might be able to speak to, um, I guess, the integration or the balancing of, of knowing and feeling um, – kind of like a vortex, the shift, of everything speeding up and knowing that there's, you know, this next thing and aligning with our, you know, the truth, um, and wanting to, to create that, but at the same time still feeling the third dimensional, I guess, stuckness. Um, and how much does one I mean is it, you know, being in a state of neutrality, do you, um, Is being in neutrality, does does the newness actually just come to you, or is there a lot of work that one still needs to do to that end? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does make sense. And, you know, I think that because we have so much going on right now, you know, again, it's not one thing that we can put our finger on. We really have to go – we're going to be grounded for a while. That's really what this next phase is about, I think a lot of us are going to be grounded in our soul experience for a while and and when we consider that you know we've got some things we have to shift and we're using tools that we learned in a different dimension we really have to have the compassion for ourselves
0: mm-hmm. i think that
1: staying open and i know this sounds really general but staying open and not being um you know we get we get really narrow we've been taught to to think real narrow focus right so there's something I have to do and I have to figure it out. And so in order to figure right. out, I have to go here and go here, right? Um, and yeah, hard toward, to, toward that end. And- to, yeah. I, I don't think this is a good energy to try to figure it out in because there's so much going on that we can get okay. easily overwhelmed. And that's why staying in neutrality but also staying open and really being in, in the present moment and in an observation of what's going on around you would be hugely beneficial because we have to take a breath and look at where we're being led right now because that's really what this energy we're talking about is, is here for. It's leading us, mm-hmm. okay? And, 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 yeah, that old stuff, as much as it's bothering us, it's it's not going to go away overnight, right? It's, it's like when you're healing right. something, you know, you're healing a disease that you have for a very long time. You know, there's no miraculous recovery. We energetically move increment incrementally up the scale till we get to pure health. You know, it's the same thing with everything else in our life. We're shifting gradually as we go. So yeah, being okay with what's happening. But but I think that. Um, what I really want to say that I, I recognize is when I go into readings, the guides will so beautifully connect purpose with what we've done before to where we're going, and some people don't even see that, and they see the struggle, but they don't see mm-hmm. purpose. So, to give you an example, I had a um, a client the other day, and she was struggling in um, in her own experience with a relationship. And she felt like it got her off her spiritual path and her work was suffering because she was in the midst of this relationship struggle. The guides very surprisingly turned it around so beautifully and showed her that she was bringing in a new piece to her healing work and that the relationship experience she was having that she was struggling through that she had gotten to the other side of fit so perfectly into what she was coming to do next that there were going to be people on the planet that were working through similar situations and 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 they they led her into this incredible analogy of the way she could work that situation into what she was creating next and and this is the kind of thing i think we can see if we really stand back right now take right, a breath okay. Be open and observe, okay, because we're really quick to rush and get in that very narrow lane, but if we open our perspective and allow, we'll see the way things are purposeful in our lives, and we can use that purpose in the next phase, right, of what we're creating. Right, okay, I understand. Yeah.
4: It's not so easy, but I understand. (laughs)
1: it's never easy. I know we always want it to be easy, right? And well, well we and just want to we want to get
4: there. You know, there's that that there is coming and, and it seems like it's well, never it's, fast it's, enough. It's so it was like a, like an emotional panic attack. Like, oh, what is it going you know, what do I need to be doing? Am I missing it? And you know, those feelings.
1: Well, well don't get so caught up in the getting there that you forget about the now. Okay, Because right. it's every now moment that creates our timeline, that creates our life, that creates our experience. So if we're always perceiving that when we get there, we're going to feel better, that's never going to create happiness in our life. and And I think that's really what the soul journey is all about. You know, we have to use our perception about what in our life is already aligned as opposed to what isn't, to help us get through. Right. To get where we're going. And we're always going somewhere. That's the thing. You know, we came as vibrational beings because we're always changing. We're always shifting. And that's good. that's a never ending process. So if we get really frustrated around the transition and the change, we're never going to you know, be fulfilled and joyful in our in our experience. And, you know, right. I, 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 I bought this really beautiful moonstone ring a couple of weeks ago, and I loved it, and it was very expensive, and I, I splurged. I thought, you know what? <laughs> I don't usually do this. Well, the next day, I, I took it off, and I lost it, and I, I was so upset. I thought, you know, I finally splurged on myself, bought myself this really nice thing, oh. and, and I lost it, and then, and then, you know, as the days wore on, I thought, you know, maybe, just maybe, I bought that ring for someone else. And the sink that I left it on in the public restroom in another state, that person walked in that needed that ring. And, you know, it's just the way that we perceive our lives has everything to do with the joy we have in the moment with the journey because that's really all it's about. So try not to get so caught up on where you're going and be more present in where you are and find all of the beauty in that because, you know, there's nothing wrong with us where we are there's nothing wrong with third dimension there's nothing wrong with what we've created we feel it's wrong because we've changed but when we begin to see the purpose in it it'll bring us to peace you know and then we connect it all yeah
4: well thank you that brings peace right there
1: you're Mm -hmm. welcome
0: yeah beautiful okay well thank you thank you so much
4: thank you both very much I appreciate it
0: thank you yeah thank you well let's talk a little bit about chakras and preparing ourselves for these new energies that are coming in Um, we have a question I'm going to wrap a couple questions together so it's like these current energetics are causing irritability and unrest and what can we do daily to work with these energies and then on another sided part of that question how do the chakras play into this new energy?
1: Okay. So let's. I've got the Palladians here. We're going to answer the chakra question first, and then I think we'll do a little process that everyone can take with them on a daily basis that will help them. So when so we talk about the chakras, uh, the Palladians say that we are, we are talking about energetic portals. Okay. So these chakra energies, they vibrate in alignment with Mother Earth, and Mother Earth has chakras. So when we have these planetary alignments, what's happening, are or is, is that the chakra energy is being activated, and that portal in us, it has a specific purpose, and everyone reacts differently. So when we're talking about um, these energy portals, we have to bring in the discussion of ascension codes and what that means, because everyone holds ascension codes within them that are unique, and those ascension codes vibrate in these chakra fields. When we chose a physical experience in this bodysuit, on this plane of reality, we knew that we were going to desire within our records to experience certain things, and these things would ascend us or transcend us or evolve us, And, and codes were embedded within our structure, and when these planetary alignments come and they, they hit our, our field, our chakras, they vibrate in alignment with these codes and we create experience. Now, there's collective forms of this that come that affect the chakras of Mother Earth and that mirror that affect in us, and then we have um, singular or unique experience where these ascension codes are triggered. And all we're doing is we're opening up the potential for a higher dimensional experience or sometimes we're clearing density from those chakras. Now, in particular, the recent planetary alignments have really been working with the chakras below the root as well as above the crown because these are the plugins ins to, to universal energy and this grid information that we've been talking about. Especially the ones below the root are the ones that we find human beings are having the most sensitivity to. And those chakras in particular, they don't only connect through Mother Earth, but they also connect you to one another. So if you think about the, the chakras beneath the root really being that plug-in to that acoustic vibration of Mother Earth and the heart chakra resonating with all things and finding balance, we're finding balance constantly right now because of all of these fast-paced shifts. And that's what's throwing some people out of whack in their physical body. And that's what what, um, some people are feeling in the intense emotion, okay? It might not be your own, or it might be that the information from an Ascension code is opened up and is creating an experience. It's hard to say. Our best advice to you in this is to listen to the experience or listen to your body. Because all Ascension symptoms are, are your body responding to energetic information and adjusting, so if you're feeling pain, if you're feeling um, sleepy, rest, release, integrate, heal. If you're feeling hungry, nourish yourself. But what happens is you resist these, these, these symptoms, these experiences, and you like to try to find the, the cause and, and the effect, the definition or the diagnosis. And when you do that, you don't allow the energy to pass through you in the way that's needed. So what we find is on the planet, human beings that are reacting, especially those that are very sensitive, are holding themselves in resistance of the reaction, actually catapulting um, the experience beyond what it should be. So coming to calm, coming to peace, and we want to give you some um, some tools for that. So we just will ask everyone um, on the call <laughs> uh, to take a breath with us, breathing in light, breathing in crystal light. Breathing out divine love. Breathing in the space, the vastness of the universe, the support, the understanding. Breathing out all of the same to all of those around you. Coming into a balance. Coming into a center space. Relaxing into that space. What we ask you to do now with each breath is to focus on the heart. And as the heart begins to vibrate and open, perceive that heart center as a vibrational connection, a telephone, uh, an interconnection of the universe. And as it always is and has been, it is bringing you information that you need and it is allowing information that you have within to be shared. It is a valuable center, and it has undergone some very important shifts, openings, and expansions. As you breathe through that heart space, begin to see the connection of the heart in and through all of the chakra fields, going up into the pineal and into the crown, down through the solar plexus, Is a sacral through the root and beyond. And with each breath, taking in a golden light. That golden light is the crystal grid. It is the universal oneness, source energy, information, the record. It is all things, and it is you. You can see this grid as a sacred geometric pattern sitting right outside of your auric field. And as it illuminates in a golden light, breathe in all of that divine knowledge, all of that divine wisdom. See it become one with you as you take it in through the heart and expand it through all of the chakras. As you do this, begin to notice the color of that sacred geometric shape change. And we offer to you that That color can be whatever you so choose in the moment. But as you go through each color of the rainbow, assimilate that the information in the chakra aligns with that color. And that any ascension codes that you have within that are causing any discomfort or disconnection you feel are now brought to harmony and are in divine order. And as you go through each color of the rainbow, reverberating into the sacred geometric image through the heart and through the chakras, this is the multidimensional light, the energy, the information that you need. It's always been available to you. But you bring it now through you in expansion to harmonize all parts of your being to what is. And as you finish all of the colors of the rainbow and sit in the beautiful energy, the collective space. Begin to ask your body, your chakras, through the portal that's been created, through the heart, what is it that it needs in this moment? And listen very carefully to the word or phrase that comes up in you. And We suspect that it may be something quite simple. It may be trust. It may be hope. It may be peace. It may be stillness. It may be nourishment. But that you take that information and you not question, and that you offer the body what it needs in response, energy, and that you understand that as a vibrational being, all things change. Nothing stays stagnant. And as the planetary energies are adjusting, your field of potential is opening wide, and that everything that you need comes to you in divine time. And so it is, the Pleiadian Collective.
0: Mm, We can feel into that divine timing and it is so comforting.
1: You know, I think surrender is really the key <laughs> right now. Surrender Surrender is a, to what is, to what's happening, to what's being brought to us. Mm-hmm. And, um, the energy of surrender is able to create miracles in your life um so coming to that yeah
0: well Michaela thank you so much for that this has been a beautiful discussion and again very comforting and we are now well aware of this action to take through the portals that we're going through as we bring in the new timelines, as we create in the new, as we let the old go. I want to wrap up our questions with a question that many have, and this is about poverty consciousness. Is poverty consciousness a karma or an anchor to be resolved?
1: Mm. This is the Pleiadians again, and the Pleiadians say that poverty consciousness is more the result of a hierarchical pattern that the human collective has been running. So the consciousness itself is the result of the hierarchy. This hierarchy you may perceive in your collective as your government or your financial structure or even race, for example. These are, all, these are all aspects of your collective energy that hold various hierarchies. But what's happened is you've brought these hierarchies into your own experience. And we want to bring in the concept of the ego. The ego is a very valuable tool, It is meant to see its individuality through the the experience of others, but it's been taught to see its lack through the experience of others. And one of the very important reasons for this is that you've been creating in a hierarchical structure. These hierarchies are currently dismantling, and we see them in many different areas on your planet. We say that they're dismantling, and we want to bring in um, a reason for this. Many of you are familiar with a reptilian consciousness that is a part of your Mother Earth Gaia frequency. This reptilian consciousness has taken your sovereign frequency away from you so that your creations have been held in singularity, and they have been operating through an ego that judges itself through hierarchy. But you are reversing this pattern. And as your consciousness has raised and as the frequency of Mother Gaia has raised, this reptilian consciousness is not able to sustain any longer these hierarchies as they have been created. This is why many of your corporate structures, for example, are beginning to struggle. They are uh, created of a very similar hierarchical pattern. Poverty consciousness is something that we see changing here on your planet in response to these hierarchies being rearranged. And, and further, we want to bring in the concept of, of money or finance as material because many of you have perceived finance or monetary reward as material energy. Currency comes in in many forms. So this poverty consciousness has been very directed in material energy. But as your perspective is broadening and as your consciousness is raising, you're beginning to interpret currency as many different things. And as you begin to do that, this poverty consciousness that you speak of will also be lessened or we'll say deconstructed in a similar way that the hierarchies are being deconstructed. Poverty consciousness in itself is an awareness, and that awareness reverberates from the hierarchies and the patterns that exist here. As you heal those, the the poverty consciousness will go away. You can consider this an anchor energy in the aspect of your identity and material existence. It has been a part of your third dimensional uh, timeline, and it's created very dense imprints within you that you're filtering your reality through. As these become removed, that lack energy or that poverty consciousness will also disintegrate.
0: hallelujah and watching that unravel from our belief systems is quite exquisite not always easy but it's fun to watch it go okay thank you pleiadians for that beautiful empowering message okay yes our earth is changing we are anchoring new earth we are moving into these new energies And it's just so fun and, indeed, very interesting. So, Michaela, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I just have one last question, and this is about birthdays. We have Jen in New Mexico, whose birthday is on the same day as the eclipse. So any information to share about birthdays, especially for Jen
1: on the eclipse? Mm -hmm. Well, I am not an astrologer, but I will bring in the Pleiadians for this. And what they say is that we choose our birth date in response to our vibrational record. So we are the center of the universe. We are God energy. We are the mother womb. We are Gaia. We are all things. And as we see the planets revolving in this universe around that energy, we, we choose that date in particular to give us the experience that we need. And sometimes that birth date will coincide with major portal openings that assist us in expressing our record in a way that is intended. So as this eclipse comes in and in alliance with your record, you're both going to be assimilating uh, karmic experience as well as integrating this new creative energy that we've been speaking of. In particular, we want to say that um, <laughs> they're bringing in some very unique information about about her, and and it's about her mission. So she's becoming very mission-focused in a different way, something that she might have perceived as her mission or her purpose is now changing, and this eclipse is really coming in to cross timelines for her. So think of it as, um, as soul integration. When, when we have these, um, co- when our birthdays coincide, with these major um, planetary energies, oftentimes we're crossing timeline energy from our past, present, future. Uh, We know as a soul we don't just exist in this body. We exist in other uh, dimensions and other timeline energies, different locations, and that information is valuable to us. So for her in particular, it's a portal opening for her to walk into more of herself and walk into more of her her other timeline energy that's ongoing that's funneling through and assisting her in creating her purpose, her mission here on the planet. But we all, we all choose these birth dates in alignment with the planetary energies because they, they give us the frequency that we need in order to match certain things in our universal experience and our soul experience. Mm.
0: Thank you. Beautiful message from the Ple- Pleiadians there. And I know all of us are really ready to walk into more of ourselves. And so even though it may not be our birthday on the eclipse on August 21st, we can still use those energies and feel into that expression of really moving into more of ourselves. It is what we're here to do, and we are being supported by the universe. Michaela Sheldon, thank you, thank you, thank you for the guides and the information you brought forth today. As we wrap up our call, any last words as we say goodbye?
1: Hmm. Just coming to peace with what is, and I feel like a little Mary Magdalene energy stepping in for us as we close out. You are a being of light, and as you come to terms with the creative source energy that you are. You'll always be prepared to walk through it in a way that is, is God, is source, is creator. This is who you are. It is not that the universe is creating you. You are creating it. And this is truly what this time is all about. So coming to peace with what is and allowing it to flow through you is what you are, what you are walking into. This is the energy and this is the time. Allowing your sovereignty and your free will to intermix with your decision-making and your creative process. And opening the door to what we would call the connection to humanity and and oneness, that support, that interaction of all things, taking you on the journey and assisting you. Yeah.
0: Very comforting words. Very comforting Mm -hmm. words. Thank you. We are coming to Mm, peace with what is and we are walking through it. And we are opening the door to oneness and the connection to humanity. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Michaela Sheldon, for bringing the beings of light through on this call and for sharing your deep wisdom. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure.
0: Yes, our pleasure, too. And for our listeners, we invite you to check out Michaela's special offer available on this webpage and there are personal sessions for your own exquisite wisdom to come through through the guides via Michaela. Thank you so much for listening, and now it's time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy.
3: I go to where no one knows me. It's not lonely, it's a necessary thing. It's a place I made of find out what I made of the nights I stayed of counting stars and places. Let it wash over me. Ready to lose my feet. Take me off to the place where one feels like life. Every sense some time, take it all in and wake up. That's my part of me. Day to day, I'm blind to see and find how far to go. Everybody got the reason, everybody got the way. We're just catching and releasing. What we'll builds up throughout the day? There's a place I'm going No one knows me If I breathe real slowly I Let it out and let it in It can be terrifying To be slowly dying Also clarify We end where we begin Let it wash over me I'm ready to lose my feet Gets into your body, it flows right through your blood We can tell each other's teeth to remember and remember how
5: The conference is now completed. Goodbye.